Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, family, as you know, we've been continuing in our series, Let It Rain, Let It Rain. And we're going to continue on that path today. I want you to turn in your Bible back to where we were last week, the book of Matthew, chapter 5. And again, we're looking at scripture beginning at verse 43, Matthew 5 and 43. And here our text reads, it says, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what, re what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? But ye therefore or be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Is perfect. We're going to continue or fi finish our, our message. He sends the rain. He sends the rain, part two. Part two today. And just as a recap, last week we talked about the fact that Jesus commanded us to love our enemies, as we just read in the text. He said, love our enemies. Part of the reason why he said that was even as it said to love your brother, love your neighbor. It said that clearly in text. Many of the rabbis twisted it and they added this in and Jesus corrected it. He corrected. He said, no, he said, don't only not only love your brother, but love your enemies, love your enemies. We went into detail about what that means and what the Lord is doing in us when he when we are obedient to that very thing. But today we're going to go just a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. I want you to look back in our text at verse 45 with me. Look back at verse 45. Here it says that ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust, on the just and the unjust. Here we understand that the sun will shine and rain will fall on everyone. The sun will rise and the rain will fall. The sun will shine, I should say, and the rain will fall on everyone. On everyone everyone's going to experience that you see you see the sunshine and rainfall are great blessings to the world they're great blessings to the world and they both come from God they're great blessings and they both come from God neither one comes by chance but from God neither one comes by chance but from God but from God and I want you to remember this. It's important to remember this. 
in order for what we what you have planted to actually grow you need both the sun and the rain regardless of who you are do you hear me in order for what you've planted to actually grow you need both the sun and the rain the sun and the rain whether you are evil or whether you are good you're going to need the sun and the rain the sun and the rain and God gives them both it says to both to all he gives it I, I want to park just here for just a moment because I want you to understand that if you plant anything Remember in, in uh, Genesis, I believe it's one in verse eight that it talks about that that or somewhere around one and eight, I think, or even maybe maybe chapter three and verse eight. But it talks about there being seed time, seed and harvest, seed and harvest. You have to remember that that there's going to be a planting of the seed, but then there's a harvest. But something has to happen in between. Something has to happen in between the time you sow your seed. And the time you actually get to a harvest, you see, the, the thing is, is when you sow your seed, there's seasons that come in between. And during those seasons, he's going to send the rain and he's going to send the sunshine. He's going to send you the rain, the rain to fall upon the seed. The seed actually uh, is then given strength as the sun, as the sun comes after the rain has fallen to break through the shell of the seed and to go through the earth. And when you see it come forth. You look at the bloom and you get excited and we say, oh, my goodness, there's breakthrough and you think that is harvest. But I want you to understand something that your breakthrough is not your harvest. Your breakthrough gives you fruit, but the fruit is also to give you more seed so that you can sow. So when you actually understand that you go through a season where God's going to allow some rain to fall, there's seasons of rain and he's going to bring some sunshine. So don't curse the rain, bless the rain, because the rain is allowing them to be stripped to give your seed power to break through the ground, the dirty situations, the, the problems in life, the brokenness in life. It brings forth more, more fruit so that you can go ahead and plant more seed so that you can get to your harvest. Oh my goodness, this is a, this is a whole nother message all in and of itself. But you got to remember that between the seed time and the harvest. There comes the rainfall and there comes the sunshine. He sends them both. He sends the sun and he sends the rain. He sends the sun and he sends the rain. I love the way theologian Herschel Hobbes put it. He says it this way. God bestows his blessing upon all men without discrimination, not only upon his friends, but upon his enemies as well, upon his enemies as well. Oh, my goodness. That's why it's so important to understand that this is coming, that the seed time, the seed and the harvest is coming. But the rain, the rain that falls, God sends it. He sends the rain and he sends the sunshine. He sends the rain and he sends the sunshine. But I want you to understand that these two, these are called gifts of providence, gifts of providence. And they are sent indiscriminately to the good and the evil, to the good and the evil, to the just and the unjust, so that we cannot know love and hatred by what is before us, but by what is within us. Let me say that again. You're going to learn love, love, not and hatred, not by what is before you. 
not by what's going on around you, but what is within you, what is within you, not by the shining of the sun on our heads, but by the rising of the sun of righteousness in our hearts. This is where we come to know that true love, that true love that he's speaking of. We've got to understand that. Listen, the events of our lives are not what reflects the love of God. Can I say that again? The events of our lives are not what reflects the love of God. It's not. It's not. Listen, our culture tells us that we are blessed depending on how our situation looks. How it looks, how it feels. This is what tells us whether we're blessed or not. And whether we actually are experiencing the love of God or not. But we are truly blessed if we truly have the Lord dwelling in our hearts, showing that we are really the children of God. When you have the love in your heart, when you're able to show forth that love, when people experience God's love through you, it shows that you are truly his child and not your situation or your circumstance. Oh, my goodness. You, you, you got to be able to understand that. You see, this is why he told us we are to love our enemies. We're to love our enemies by doing everything he told us in verse 44 enables us to show that we are the father's children, that we are the father's children, because everyone, everyone will experience some sunshine and some rainfall. Everyone will. That means nothing. Let, let me read it to you again. Remember what he said in verse 44, how we are to love our enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. That ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. And then watch what he says in the way he says it. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and the good. He maketh his rain or he sendeth his rain on the just and the unjust. He's saying, listen, you can't look at your situation or your circumstance and think that shows that you're a child of God. You can't look at how things are flowing your way and think that shows exactly that you are a child of the father. No, no. It's you being able to love those that are unlovable that shows that. Oh, my goodness. This is what shows that. This is what shows that. You see, we need we all need the sunshine and we all need the rainfall. That's nothing different. He does that because he's God. He does that because he's good. He does that because he loves the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world. And they they all of them, all of us, all y'all that dwell therein. We are all God. We are. Now, if we choose him, that's a whole nother situation. We'll get in that in another series. If you choose him, that's a whole nother thing. But he's saying, listen, the earth belongs to me and everything that's on it. It belongs to me. I'm going to rain on it all. I'm going to show I'm, I'm going to let my sun, sun shine on it all. Don't get it twisted. But if you want to be my child, you're going to have to have my character. You're going to have to move and live and love the way I do. This is what he's telling us. This is what he's telling us. So our behavior has to be governed by more than what your situation looks like in any given day. That's what that's the truth. Our behavior has to be governed by more than that. 
It has to be governed by more than that. It must be driven by who is in you. It must be driven by who is in you. I need somebody to type in chat for me. Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Listen, some of you know what that means. You know there's some times when, yeah, you know you, 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 you want to reach out. You know you want to share his love, but that person is just so cantankerous. You don't even want to look at him. You close your eyes because you don't want to see him. But listen, God is still telling you to love him. God is still telling you to love them. God is still telling you to show. Let, let them experience him through you. Let him experience him, them through you. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. But Jesus is going to have to do it. Jesus is going to have to guide you. He's going to have to help you. You can't do this by yourself. You can't do it on your own. You need his help. You need his help. We need his help. We have to do more. We have to do more than what others or, or, or we have to do more than what we see others do. We have to do more than what we see others do. You see, it's easy to do the things that you see other folk doing. It's easy to do the things you see on Facebook, on Instagram, the stuff that splashes on Twitter. You say, oh yeah, I'll I, I just, just do that way. And then what, the, what you're not seeing is what they're doing behind the camera. What you're not seeing is what they're doing offline. You see, don't, don't allow that to guide you. You, gotta, you have to allow his spirit to guide you. Allow the Father to guide you and to lead you, to guide you and to lead you. Listen, regardless of how the sun shines or the rain falls in our lives, we must be determined to truly be children of God. Do you hear me? Regardless of how the sun shines or the rain falls, it has to be a determination that you made in your heart is that you already made to be a child of God, to be a child of God. Listen, I want you to look with me at verse 46. Look at verse 46 with me. And here it says, for if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if we if ye salute your brethren only. What do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? You see, here the publicans reflected humanity. They reflected humanity and how people typically respond. How people typically respond. Now, most people love their friends. Isn't that right? Your friends you love. It's automatic. You don't even have to think about it. Oh, that's my friend. That's my book. That's my boy. That's my bro. That's my brother. So you remember them and you, you love them and we want to treat them well. And you should, especially when they show love towards you, when they show love towards you. So, of course, you want to be able to do that. But I want to share something with you that Pastor Tony Evans said. He said this. Jesus expects the, the behavior of his disciples to stand out in a sinful world, even wicked people will look out for those who look out for them. So if you only love those in your circle who like you, what are you doing out, out of the ordinary? What are you doing out of the ordinary? Jesus is expecting more. Listen, the Lord wants us to be uniquely known for the strength of our love. 
Do you hear me? Let me say that again. The Lord wants us to be uniquely known for the strength of our love. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.